Hi everybody, this is Scott Saad. Uh, first, I wanted to announce that uh, in less than two weeks, October 5th, 2021, will be the release of the paperback edition of The Parasitic Mind. It's really important that uh, you pre-order your copy as soon as possible. That way, when uh, the official release happens, if many people have pre-ordered their copies, then it could enter the bestseller list right away. So it's really important if you'd like to support my work, if you love what I do, if you'd like to buy a copy of the book, pre-order it now on Amazon. Uh, that would be truly great. So I wanted to spend a couple of minutes talking about uh, something that I have been warning about for many years. Some of you may remember in 2017, when both Jordan Peterson and myself appeared in front of the Canadian Senate to talk about some of the slippery slope dangers associated with Bill C-16, which was the bill that uh, sought to incorporate uh, gender identity and gender expression under the uh, hate crime rubric. And of course, while we fully support uh, the rights of all people to live free of bigotry, of course, including transgender uh, people, uh, there were some clear reasons why uh, folks should be concerned about some of the uh, downstream effects of such a law. And of course, the liberal uh, senators scoffed and mocked and a lot of my detractors, well, there are very few detractors, but the ones who are the most committed detractors turned it into, oh my God, the Senate uh, laughed Gatsad out of the, uh, the room. No such thing happened. The only thing that uh, will be clear in history is what a bunch of cretinous buffoons they were. Uh, I warned you about what would happen when you have the government trying to, uh, in the pursuit of social justice, uh, murdering and raping truth, right? Uh, we can chew gum and walk at the same time. We can pursue social justice, true social justice, without ever ceding an inch uh, to enemies of reason. So today I wanted to briefly talk about the British medical journal, The Lancet, which is one of the most prestigious medical journals. And uh, they have, I guess, an issue where they're talking about, uh, you know, uh, let's see here, what is it called? Uh, menstrual shame and hashtag period poverty. Uh, of course, as you know, it is now common in the medical vernacular to refer to women who menstruate as people who menstruate because, you know, sometimes boys menstruate, sometimes girls menstruate, which of course puts me in a bit of a pickle because I have a paper published in a top journal from a few years ago with one of my uh, former doctoral students where we studied the effects of the menstrual cycle on women's uh, food-related behaviors and beautification-related behaviors. Uh, and uh, in the paper, we referred to women participants. So maybe we should have, we should, you know, issue a correction and we should talk about, you know, some of the women were biological women, but others were males who were menstruating. But anyways, that's for another day. So the Lancet wrote here, Historically, the anatomy and physiology of bodies with vaginas have been neglected. So remember, it's it's people who menstruate, right? And it's now bodies with vaginas, okay? 
So I wrote to them, I said, I hope that one day medical science will discover a name for, quote, bodies with vaginas, close quote. Dr. Fauci, the vicar of science on earth, on earth might help. So a medical journal is now no longer using the word women for, you know, people who have vaginas. So they're just bodies with vaginas. Now imagine if we lived in a sane world, if you were to uh, reduce the personhood of a woman to her being a body with a vagina, that would be considered the height of objectification. That would be considered the height of misogyny. But in the calculus of progressive, quote, thinking, up is down, left is right, right is wrong, peace is war, death is a form of living, and on and on. So this is what I have been warning against for so many years because I live in the ecosystem where all bullshit originates from. It's called academia. University has wonderful things to offer, but universities is where all the parasitic cancerous ideas stem from. And so, no, we should not normalize this kind of language. Language matters. And, 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 and bullshitters like Jacques Derrida who, and other postmodernists who said language creates reality, in a, in a small sense, they're exactly right. Now, of course, what they meant is that, you know, everything is relative, right? Uh, you know, it's whatever you label something, is, that's what creates reality. And of course, that's not true. But propaganda is important. Persuasion techniques are important. Marketing is important because it is a direct route to persuading us about all sorts of things. And one of the ways that you do that is by controlling the language that people use or ought to use. So no, they're not called bodies with vaginas. They're called women. There are men. There are women. We are a sexually reproducing species with two phenotypes. That doesn't mean that intersex people don't exist. It doesn't mean that people with gender dysphoria don't exist. It doesn't mean that they should not be treated with full dignity and uh, free of bigotry. Of course, that should be the case. But there is a thing called women, and those women have vaginas. They're not bodies with vaginas. They're women. Shame on the Lancet. What a grotesque sinking into the abyss of bullshit. Take care, everybody.